Hey everyone, welcome back to the unofficial Last of Us podcast. We're your hosts, I'm Jay DeHoyos. I'm Jacob Fox, and this week we're talking about episode 8, When We Are In Need. Now, if you haven't listened to the show before, we will start off with a recap of the episode itself. Uh, We won't discuss any spoilers for things that relate to the games. Once we're done with the recap, we will then provide a spoiler alert to let you know that we're going to go into spoilers uh, for the game, thereby possibly spoiling what might happen for the show moving forward, uh, things uh, things that have happened and that will affect the future, things like that. Also, we are on Instagram and Twitter at T-L-O-U Show Podcast. We'll be posting more of the visual stuff that we mentioned in the show, as well as memes and any updates we may have for the podcast. For example, I got married and had COVID, which is why the last few episodes <laughs> were not only delayed, but you'll notice the quality was uh, we, we recorded remotely. So um, that was like a different setup than our usual recording setup. Um, we'd love to connect with you all there. So we would really appreciate if you gave us a follow on those platforms. Yep. And just further to, you know, the delays and having to do things remotely, we are now back in person doing this. So hopefully the quality is a little bit better. Better. (laughs) And not only are we in person, but we're in a new room today that's sound treated and, oh, the noise disappeared. It was like, it was so quiet in here. There was like a hissing noise that we couldn't identify (laughs) And now it's gone, and I I feel like a weight has been lifted. (laughs) I guess let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into episode eight. Just a very fucking intense episode. So intense. This one, uh, I don't think I've gotten more chills from an episode yet. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, this one just elevated a lot of what we've uh, been expecting from the show, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and this, this episode and the previous episode have been very much like Bella Ramsey- in yeah. full force, like sh- getting to show her range, getting to show what she's capable of. Yeah, no, 100% agree. And like, especially with Joel knocked out for the majority of this one or mm-hmm. like, and, you know, coming back for the back half, like, yeah, Bella Ramsey, uh, I hope she's not having back problems because <laughs> she was she was carrying a lot of weight these past few episodes. <laughs> yeah. So the episode starts and we get like a snowy landscape. There's mm-hmm. like snow being like blown along the river and everything yeah there's um, like a little town yeah it looks like winter has become even harsher than we've already kind of seen it be. yeah winter has come yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then we see a new character david who's yeah. like preaching to a, a gathered group of people yep. in this building i'm not going to pretend like i remember the scripture he was reading uh, I'm revelation not... 21 oh okay there we go. <laughs> i'm not a i'm not a bible person i, I, just, I wrote it down i was like <laughs> There's he I, I was gonna write down like the whole thing he said, and then I was like, it's too much. I was like, yeah. he, he's doing Revelation 21. <laughs> so anyway, she's like preaching, talking to them, and then we hear a little girl kind of crying yeah. in the crowd. And um David walks over to her and he kind of like kneels down and he's like trying to comfort her with the words from the from the scripture that he's reading. Yeah. And she asks, uh, you know, when can we bury him? Yeah. So we know that they're they're grieving someone mm-hmm. in the in the community. And David tells her, like, it's too cold. We can't, like, dig because yeah. the, the ground's frozen with the snow and ice and everything. We'll have to bury your father in the spring. Yeah. Um. I noticed on my rewatch, I didn't notice the first time, but on my rewatch, after she asks, mm-hmm. David kind of looks over at who we find out is James. Later. Yes, I noticed that, too. And James kind of has, like, a, an iffy look on his face. Mm-hmm. Um, and fun fact, everyone, uh, James is played by Troy Baker. Who is the voice of Joel in the video games? Voice motion capture. He motion, did all. Oh yeah, yeah. He's not just a voice actor in that yeah. one. He like he did it all basically. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's that's a very cool um, cameo appearance, and I mean he's he he appears throughout most throughout, of the ep- yeah most of the episode. Like it's great that it wasn't just like a quick little yeah. He's hey, like, oh hey, Troy there's Troy Baker, like, yeah. blink and you'll miss it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's very cool. Yeah, um, I think. Uh, speaking of cool, it's too cold to dig. Yeah. So they David tells her that they have to bury her father in the spring, and then we kind of cut away, and people are like leaving the building where he was doing his sermon yeah yeah and james kind of stops and talks to david and he's asking how much food do we have left right and james tells him you know if we keep rationing you know a week maybe two at best yeah so it's it's been a hard winter yeah you can can tell they're going through it and james kind of starts to walk away and david tells him i sense doubt in there yeah and at first james is like you know they still believe in you they're just scared yeah and david tells him not from that. Like, I didn't sense doubt from them. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about you. Yeah. Like, I want to make sure you're still with me. Which, without, you know, giving too much away, it already kind of clues us in. Like, oh, there's something weird yeah. with David. And- yeah. And even and even in the in the previous scene with when he's preaching, like, it seemed like there might have been just a little bit of unease or yeah. not everyone seemed like they were super comfortable. Yeah, and it's hard to tell how much of that is because of the harsh winter, how mm-hmm. much is because they just lost someone in the community. Yeah. Uh, there's just like, there's a lot of weirdness in this community already that we can we can sense. Yeah. So James kind of tells David, you know, reassures him that he's still with him, still believes in him. Yeah. And David tells him, you know, go get our guns, we're going to go hunt. Because right. James, James had told him that a couple other people in the community had see, said they seen they saw deer. Right. right. Um, but he's like, you know, it was dark. Sometimes you see what you want to see. Yeah. But they're going to go hunt because they need food for, for their community. Yeah. So then we cut to Ellie trying to, like, give Joel food and water. She, like, yeah. dips her fingers in the cup and places the water on his lips. Which is the same thing I do to my dog when I'm trying to get him to <laughs> drink water. Um, and she's, like, eating the, like, ration or beef jerky, whatever it is. Yeah. And it's such a tiny piece, and yeah. she she bites half of it, yeah, um, and then puts the other half on Joel's chest. Which I was like, "Damn, they're really uh, they're really rationing that out." Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I would have devoured that piece. Yeah. So Joel's not still very, it's still not very conscious. Yeah, um, you can tell like he's he's breathing. Yeah, he's breathing. He's like seems somewhat aware. Yeah, but he's not in the best state at all. Yeah, he reminded me of when I had COVID. <laughs> So then Ellie kind of looks over and sees like his gun and his stuff mm-hmm. and she kind of resolves to go hunting to try and find some food. Yeah, tells him she'll be right back. Yeah. I don't know if he hears it or not, but Yeah. So then she leaves and she's walking through what I assume to be like nearby woods or something. Yeah. Um one thing I I kind of uh st- one thing that stuck out to me uh on the rewatch is that that gun is so big for Ellie. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, like, barely... Ca- like, when she's holding it out in front of her, like, mm-hmm. kind of checking to make sure there's no danger around, it's, like, the weight of it and everything, it's, like, very uncomfortable for her. And it's just, like, a reminder that she is, like, this small presence mm-hmm. in this ever-growing world that's yeah. just getting bigger and bigger the longer she's journeying out into yeah. it. Yeah, and I, I kind of felt that same way in a scene later when she meets David and James, yes. but we'll, like, get yeah, to that. Yeah, 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 no, agreed. So then she's hunting and she like sees a uh, rabbit mm-hmm. um, facing away from her and she like tries to sneak up on it 
and she like trips and falls trying to chase after it. Yeah. Yeah. Just like she's still face first. Yeah. She's yeah. still inexperienced. Yeah. Doesn't really know what she's doing. Yeah. And she's got to figure it out fast. Yeah. And then this next part, she she's wandering around and you kind of hear clicking sounds. It's like very faint, but mm. there are like clicking sounds and it kind of alerts her mm-hmm. to like, oh, shit there's there's i'm in danger potentially yeah she like lifts up the rifle and starts going around but then we don't see any clickers or infected at all in this episode Mm -hmm. and then we just we see the deer so i think that was a weird slash interesting kind of red herring yeah like teasing us with like that the sound effects of like Mm -hmm. oh shit and just like the unease that comes from just hearing a few clicks yeah but then uh yeah it's, yeah, I didn't even think about that. I just assumed like it was the deer making noise, which obviously like it was, but I didn't right. I didn't think about the fact that it was possibly like yeah. she could have thought it wasn't infected. Yeah, yeah. And not just like any infected, but like the crazy dangerous ones. Yeah. yeah. So then so she sees the deer and it like hasn't noticed her and she like mm-hmm. gets behind like a log or something, takes aim and shoots it and she's like it, like she actually hits her target. Yeah, and she's she, she's been practicing. Whatever. Yeah, it's it's a different shot than what we saw in a previous episode. Yeah. So the deer kind of like staggers off and runs away, and she's like, "No way!" Like I actually like hit hit it. Yeah. So she chases after it, and then we see like the blood trail in the mm-hmm. snow, and we see that David and James have found the, the dead, dead deer. deer that she shot. Yeah. And they're kind of saying like, "I don't see I, anyone nearby. Like, should we take it?" Um, and David tells James, like, yeah, the person who shot it can go. Yeah, yeah, the person who shot it's probably close by. Yeah. And then we hear Ellie come up behind them and she tells them, like, stop, don't do it. Drop your rifles. Yeah, drop your rifles. Uh, and then she says, uh, show me your face. Any sudden movement, I put one right between your eyes. Ditto for buddy boy. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie just like trying to be tough. Yeah. As like a 14 year old having to threaten these adult Two men. Adult, yeah. Um, that and then could probably overpower her if at a moment's yeah. notice. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think this is, this is another great example of how like huge that rifle is. She's mm-hmm. not even the, the stock of it. The butt of it isn't like in her shoulder. So it's like, mm-hmm. she's holding it very terribly. Yeah. If she actually shot the kickback on it. Yeah. Would have fucked her up. <laughs> um, but then uh, as as she's like telling them to leave, David's like pleading, like, give me 10 seconds of your time. Yeah, We're from a group, large group, women, children, we're all very hungry. And Ellie's just like super, you know, witty. And she's just like, I'm from a large group, too. We're all very hungry, yeah. too. Um, which is, uh, yeah, I love that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then David's like, well, even if we leave, you're not dragging this deer mm-hmm. back on your own. Like, let's let's. We could split it. We could trade, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, he's uh, saying, you know, we, we, what do you need? We have boots. And then she's like, what about medicine? medicine? Yeah, jump straight to it. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, we have that. Come back to us. Uh, come back with us to our village. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, I'm not fucking going anywhere. Yeah. Your buddy boy over here can go <laughs> get it. And yeah. we'll, we'll be here. And if he tries anything funny, right between the eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so David tells James, like, Go get medicine. Uh, this person, you know, has some penicillin yeah. or whatever. Fun fact: I'm allergic to penicillin. So, oh. <laughs> if uh, we're ever in a post-apocalyptic scenario and you find this happening, uh, <laughs> don't give me penicillin. <laughs> okay, good to know. <laughs> so then James leaves, and David tells Ellie. David's t- talking to Ellie and saying, "You know, 
we can go take shelter over oh, yeah. in that building over there. I have oil and matches. Ellie's like walked over and she's like taking all the bullets out of their rifles. Yeah. Very smart. Yeah. Yeah. So she tells David like, yeah, let's go take the deer. You you drag the deer. So then we cut to them sitting around a, around a fire in this like, I don't know, building some kind of hut or something. Yeah. I'm not too sure. I think it's just like an abandoned house. That yeah. It's falling apart a little bit. Yeah. I don't, I don't fully remember actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then they're sitting on the fire. They're talking. David's like trying to get Ellie to open up. He's like, oh, what's your name? Yeah. Like, and she to... just flat out refuses. To yeah. Give it. And then he's telling her about himself, like his history. He says he used to be a teacher before the apocalypse. Yeah. Talking about how he found God during the apocalypse. Yeah. Which I, I like that. This is a theme that we're going to see recurring and I'll get into it more later. But it's like he he's. He found he he kind of became this born. Is it considered born again? If you, I don't, we don't know that he was that we don't know that he was religious he, prior right. to. I don't, and I don't think he was. But after the apocalypse happened, he you know it became this kind of rebirth for him. Mm-hmm. Um, we see that in this moment just with religion, but we're gonna see a lot more of that in the episode, and not just with David. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Ellie's kind of she's kind of standoffish, and she's like. You know, what is this? Some kind of like weird cult thing asking mm-hmm. about like his group. And he's telling her, well, you kind of got me there. You know, I'm their leader. They chose me. It wasn't my choice. Yeah. Uh, they wanted me to lead them. Yeah. Kind of thing. And there is a moment where we kind of start to see Ellie kind of warming up to David. It seems he seems very nice to her. He's being very polite, asking yeah. her questions. I think there's there's two moments that lead up to that mm-hmm. is first um, he he says he's a teach he used to be a teacher mm-hmm. prior and he used to teach kids Ellie's age mm-hmm. um, and then Ellie says so what you went from teacher to pre- teacher to preacher what because it rhymes yeah and when she says that she kind of has this little smile mm-hmm. on her face and like you can tell she's kind of like disarmed a bit mm-hmm. um, and she's like trying to figure out like can I trust this guy yeah it would be great to be part of a group you know mm-hmm. and so he's telling her about how like he used to live in the in the Pittsburgh QZ. Yeah, it fell in 2017, mm-hmm. and I guess him and a group of people have just been making their way across the country. Yeah, and he the said group's he's just been getting bigger. Yeah, he said they would settle somewhere and raiders would come and they'd have to move. And then Ellie kind of tells him, "Well, your luck had to run out sooner or later." Yeah, and then this is where it all uh, yeah goes to shit. <laughs> and then so then David says, "Well, it's not luck. I believe everything happens for a reason." Yeah, and starts to tell her they had sent people to a nearby town to look for supplies. They sent four people, only three came back, and that one of them was killed by a crazy man. Yeah, um, and that the man that was killed had a daughter about your age. Yeah, so we know that's who they were grieving mm-hmm. in the beginning of the episode. Yeah, and then and they said the crazy man was traveling with a girl just like you. Yeah, a and, little girl. And, and yeah. so we see realization come across Ellie's face. Yeah, and that she is not safe in this situation. Yeah, um, David kind of takes on a more menacing look on his face yeah it's it's kind of like this um they're playing chess and Mm -hmm. david's been playing coy and he just did a move that revealed everything Mm -hmm. and ellie's like oh shit i've been playing the wrong game yeah yeah so so uh just connecting the dots here that Mm -hmm. that person who died is the guy that joel strangled in episode six when he got stabbed Mm -hmm. and then he's now sick from the infection it on my rewatch, I kind of started thinking back to the whole thing with Kathleen and like 
she wanted revenge because Henry sold out her brother. Yeah. And he ended up dead. And then she wanted revenge. Yep. And now we're getting into another situation where Joel and Ellie are directly involved because Joel yeah. killed a member of their community. Yeah. And it's just like this very this very morally gray world where people it's just like the cycle of violence. It's and, survival and revenge. Yeah. It's people surviving and harming others and then other people getting revenge. Yeah. It's just the cycle that doesn't, doesn't end. Yeah. And I think a lot of, I mean, it's, it's people being human succumbing to sometimes their worst human emotions, um, you know, inner, I don't know, just something inside them that they can't ignore. Yeah. So I just thought that was really interesting, like kind of connection. Yeah. And I think I think there's we can actually circle back on this uh, at another point in the episode, mm -hmm. um, because I think there's another part that like really highlights uh, how that comes to be. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, So anyway, so David then says, James, put down the gun. And we realize James has come back, popped up behind Ellie, pointing a gun at her. David tells James to give her the medicine and James is kind of hesitant because he, he doesn't want Ellie to get away. He's like, she's the one who killed Alec, but David's like, she didn't kill anyone. We know it was the person she's with. Right. So James kind of tosses her the medicine. Ellie tells James to like back away. She picks up the medicine and runs away with no deer, unfortunately. Yeah. So all was that all of that was she for, got the medicine. I mean, she got the so. medicine, which was ultimately what she needed for Joel, which she yeah. cares more about than food, I'm sure. Yeah. So then she runs away and James kind of asks David, you know, are you really gonna let her get away? Yeah. He's he's visibly upset. Yeah. yeah. And Dave but David kind of has like a look on his face where he like He's like, there's more. It seems like he there's more in his mind than what yeah. he's letting on right now. And as she's running, David is like, I know you're not in a group. I can offer you protection, you mm-hmm. know, which is. um, Yeah. So it's weird because he's like trying very hard to not only keep Ellie alive, but to recruit her into the, the their group. Mm-hmm. And so I think James senses like, OK, it's one thing to be like we'll have mercy and let them leave. Mm -hmm. But like, why are you trying to have her join us? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's going to play out throughout the episode. Yeah. Um, She gets back to Joel and she like, doesn't know what to do. She's like asking him. (laughs) I was thinking about that. It's like, she's never done this before. How does she know like how much medicine to give him? Like, did she give him too much, too little? We don't know. Yeah. I don't know actually. Um, And I have no idea if she even, if that's the right place to inject it. Yeah, she's just like, where do I put this? And Joel's not giving her a response. She's like, fuck it. She literally just like sticks it in the wound. Yeah, and then and injects it. Uh, listeners, if you know the answers to this, <laughs> please find us on Instagram or Twitter and let us know. <laughs> I mean, because like, I don't know. I mean, as someone who's never had that that, that serious of an injury, it's right. like, but if you go to the hospital, like I don't know that they're going to inject you in your wound, but right. I it's could... usually like an IV drip or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, and every anti- antibiotic I've taken has been like a pill. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I mean, w- I wouldn't know what to do in I mean, that. They situation don't have pills either. right now. And yeah. this is the best they got to do. So maybe that's what you do. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, so after she gives Joel the injection, there's just this really sweet moment of her of Ellie laying down next yeah. to Joel, kind of cuddling up with him. Yeah. Just wanting him to be OK. Yeah. And afraid for herself because she doesn't want to end up alone. Yeah. Um, If Joel dies, then. And David kind of alludes to this too, saying, you know, they're not, she's not part of a group. It's just the two of them. And he kind of, we get into it more later in the episode. 
Yeah, um, yeah. So then we cut to a man in a kitchen cooking food. Yeah. Um, and a woman comes in with like a big thing of tomato sauce. Yeah. Um, and she says there's only like five left. They're running low on food. We know. Um, yeah. And then another guy walks in with like a container full of meat. Yeah. And <laughs> the and the woman is the the widow. Uh, oh, OK. Whoever. It is. I didn't realize. Yeah. OK. She's like, I just noticed she's like the mom of the daughter. Who right. Grieving. Um, so then she asked the man who brought the meat in. She's like, what is that? And he kind of hesitates for a yeah. second and says it's venison. Yeah. The way he says it is like. I don't I don't think that's venison. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so then she starts like picking up big just handfuls of meat, dropping it in the pot, which looks like they're making soup or stew yeah. or whatever. Got yourself a stew going. <laughs> um, that's uh, another. I keep making arrested <laughs> development. It's all good. Um, so then we cut to the dining room and like everyone's like walking up to the window. They're being served food. And James and David come back with the deer. Yeah. And they drag it into the restaurant where everyone's sitting. Mm -hmm. And David's kind of like happy. He's like, oh, we got a big one. Like, yeah. you know, wanting everyone to be kind of happy. They brought back food, whatnot. But everyone's like quiet. No one says anything. Yeah. And David realizes like they know about Ellie, like what happened out there. Yeah. But I'm assuming James told them when he when came, he came back. back. Yeah. So David's saying, you know. I'm sure you've all heard about that. We found the person who was with, who killed Alec. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to go uh, have a search party tomorrow and go look for them yeah. kind of thing and bring them to justice. Yeah. And then the little girl says you should kill them both. Yeah. Kind of like bluntly. Kill them. Kill yeah. them both. Kill yeah. them all. And this is the moment where we first really see that David is not everything that he showed himself to yeah. Ellie. He's initially. not like just this benevolent preacher. Yeah. I mean, we, we knew that Ellie could tell that she was unsafe in that situation, but that's more so because of like, she was with Joel when he killed the member of their community. Yeah. They're like wanting revenge, justice, however you want to put it. Right. But then this moment when the little girl wants David to kill Ellie and Joel, he walks up to her. He's like taking his gloves off and then just slaps her across the face. Yeah. Hard enough to where she falls out of her chair onto the ground. Yeah. And everyone, including her mom, just kind of look. And yeah. The mom like stand, the mom like stands up and looks. And then David just kind of like motions for her to sit back down. Yeah. And then he says this, uh, this line that's like. So yeah, he like he like gets her off, the like puts out his hand and like picks her up and puts her back in her chair and. Yeah, so he says this really chilling line. Yeah, um, and it's like it it starts off kind of normal, normal-ish, as normal it, as it can be. But then there's a point where it flips and it's like, so it starts off and he's like, I know you think you don't have a father anymore, but you will always have a father. And like at that point, I'm like, oh, he's preaching. He's talking about the Lord or yeah. something, you know. But then he says, and you will show him respect when he's speaking. So I'm mm -hmm. like. He's talking about himself. Right. Are you his, trying to be her father now? Yeah. Like you're her daddy? Like when well, I think that it's also another of uh, our first inkling of David seeing himself as like a godlike figure to his community. Yeah. Which we see more of later. Yeah. And then there's another layer of this that obviously reveals itself later in the episode. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So like after calling himself her father, he like sits at the table with her and right. the mom. So it's like, oh, you're like eating with them. Dude died and now you're just like moving into yeah. your family, you know? Someone like brings him food and his serving is much larger than yes. everyone else's. Yeah, um, which uh, again, like this whole episode, it's gonna, it's like such a slow build of yeah. like, 
so many little tiny pieces of discomforting uneasiness mm-hmm. and then there's a moment where like everything clicks and you're like yeah. oh fuck like, <laughs> and there's the moment after he's served food and they like say grace over the food uh-huh. where you just hear all like the clinking of the, yeah. of the forks and stuff yeah because um, everyone their bowls are basically empty yeah uh, well and it's just like you know they're so hungry they're, they're so just like hungry. shoveling it yeah. in there yeah it's just going at it so fast yeah it's and kind then, of like chilling because i also i assume that they were waiting for him to come back before they started eating yeah because they were all just Dinner kind of sitting start without father at the yeah. table yeah that's god. i didn't even think of that <laughs> oh my god because like everyone was getting served but no one was eating yet yeah so because like if you go up and you and you're someone serves you food and you go back to your table you're not gonna wait until yeah. you're you're gonna eat yeah yeah especially if you're hungry yeah and then yeah like you said like everyone's rationed David has this giant plate full of, like, the meat. Mm -hmm. And then as they all start eating, James is, like, taking the smallest bites. And he's, like, hesitating before everyone. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, like, not enjoying the food. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, coupled with the weird venison moment earlier, it's like, I don't don't, don't (laughs) trust it. Yeah. So then we cut to the next day. uh, Ellie gives Joel more medicine. And she kind of goes outside. She gets some snow into a bucket and is giving it to the horse to, like, drink water. Mm -hmm. And then she's kind of walking around. We never learned the horse's name, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. (laughs) And then she kind of hears birds, like, flying away, like something's disturbed them. They're like crows that start cawing. Yep. Um, So she walks over by, like, a fence and is, like, kind of hiding, keeping close to the fence. And under a tree, she can see people walking into the neighborhood. Yeah, she sees, uh, like, I think it's a group of, like, five people. Yeah. So then she runs back to Joel, and we see we see David and James and the group of people they're with walking into the neighborhood. And James is kind of talking to David, and he's, like, kind of, he's wondering why David is so hell-bent on finding Ellie in particular. Yeah. Because he's... Saying, you know, I understand. He's like, I'm not trying to question your mercy, but like, we can just let them go, let her go. We don't have to bring her into the community. Right. She'd just be another mouth to feed. And yeah. They're already starving. And David tells him, uh, if we leave her alone, she'll die. And James says, maybe it's just God's will. And David kind of turns back and looks at James and kind of gives him like a look. Yeah. But doesn't say anything and then turns back and they keep going, which is just another moment of him seeing himself as god yeah, and he's, he's like, like it's my will it's my, like, you're, you're questioning god i'm yeah. god it's also james is the second person in the series to look at a kid threatened with death and be like maybe they're just supposed to die yeah uh, uh not unlike kathleen yeah with, uh, sam so then jo- or ellie runs back down to joel and she's like trying to wake joel up he's awake but he's not like in any condition to move oh yeah i've been there <laughs> So she grabs the knife and, like, puts it in his hand and tells him, I'm going to try and lead them away. If anyone comes down, you fuck them up. Like, uh, I think she says fucking kill them, <laughs> like, straight up. Just yeah. like, <laughs> and do not fall asleep. Yeah. She drags a cabinet to block the door, mm-hmm. um, kind of give more time, closes yeah. the garage, gets on the horse, starts running away. Yeah, so she gets her attention. She's, like, yelling. She's, like, hey, motherfuckers. And yeah. she's, like, runs off on the horse. I think she shoots at them, She shoots too. at them, yeah. 
Quick little side note, this scene uses one of my favorite pieces of score from the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, like, as soon as I hear it, I'm like, instant banger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, they're all running after Ellie. David says he wants her alive. So, we see James running. He, like, hops over a fence. Yeah. And he, like, gets behind a tree. Ellie's running past. And as she goes past, James shoots the horse. Mm-hmm. Ellie goes flying off the horse onto the ground. She kind of turns over and she's very like dazed mm-hmm. because of how hard she hit the ground. Yeah. James and the other the rest of the group of people minus David are like standing around her and one of them encourages James like, to shoot do Ellie. It, yeah. Do it. Do it. But then David comes up behind them and shoots his rifle in the air to stop them and he like walks over and picks up Ellie and tells them um if you want like is this what you want is vengeance like go like go Oh yeah, he's like two of you Bring the bring the horse with us. Yeah. The rest of you go door to door, mm-hmm. find the guy, and yeah. if you if it's vengeance you're looking for, go fucking find him. Yeah. Like he's the one who killed yeah. uh, Alec. Um and yeah, it's 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 clear that like James is not really with David psychologically, <laughs> ideologically mm. at this point. He's questioning everything. Yeah. He's very frustrated with David. Yeah, but there's obviously still like a loyalty yeah. that he feels to him. Yeah. So then we see they kind of like spread out in the neighborhood minus, you know, David. David like took Ellie away. He like carried her away. The rest of the guys are looking for Joel. And one of them goes into the house where we know Joel is. He's like walking around. We see like the cabinet drawer that Ellie had pulled out on the floor at one point. And he sees the cabinet that she moved to block the door. And he notices like it's in a weird spot. Yeah. And he looks behind it and he can see like the door handle. So he knows that yeah, that's probably like, where this is this is strange. Yeah. And we kinda we keep getting these cuts to Joel of like he's opening his eyes more mm-hmm. and he can hear footsteps uh, above him. Yeah. He's like trying to regain like, some sense of consciousness. Yeah, tr- just trying to be lucid and aware and he he knows enough to know he's in a shitty situation. Yeah. I think the adrenaline's kicking in, uh the penicillin's kicking in. Yeah. So the guy like moves the cabinet. We can hear it like scraping across the floor Mm -hmm. and he comes downstairs really slowly um, and he sees the bloody mattress that Joel was laying on. It's empty. So we know Joel has gotten up. up. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like looking around the room and all of a sudden he turns his back and Joel's behind him and he fucking stabs him in the neck. Yeah. And just all whatever energy he's mustered up at this in this moment, he's just like putting all his weight onto this dude and just keeping that knife in the neck. And like they fall down and like, I'd like, I hate slash love slash hate the <laughs> shot of the guy dying. Oh, with like with the, all the blood, the blood yeah. coming out of like his nose and his gums. Yeah. It's just like so fucking gross and disgusting. I was like, ugh, um, yeah. Uh, it, I hate it cause it's gross, <laughs> but I love yeah. it cause it's, it's done so well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then they cut to Ellie in the cage. Ellie's in the cage. Waking Dave, up. Yeah, David's kind of like sitting there waiting for her to wake up. And David, you know, still asking again, you know, what's your name? Um, Ellie still refuses to tell him. Mm-hmm. And David's basically trying to convince her to like join the group saying, you know, you have no choice because she's asking about Joel or she's saying I'm not. And he tells her you're alone. Mm-hmm. And she says, I'm not alone. Yeah. He's like, oh, right, your friend. And then what, the line that like kind of chills me just a little bit is he tells her that part of your life it's ending yeah and like basically we can offer you a new kind of beginning yeah and he tells yeah the the rebirth the kind of yeah before times and 
the now. And the line that really hits Ellie is he tells her, you have to face it. You are alone. Mm -hmm. And she's kind of like curled up into a ball against the wall. And like we see the look on her face because that's her worst fear is ending up alone. Yeah, she's she doesn't know what's going on with Joel. She doesn't know that he's up and about. And as far as the way David's playing it through the whole conversation, it's he's playing it like. We've found him. We've got him. He's mm-hmm. not going to survive. We're going to kill him. Yeah. And it's it's very, like, kind of creepy how, like, Ellie backs up to the opposite end of the cage. And David keeps going around the cage to be closer while mm-hmm. they're talking. And every time he moves to another side, Ellie just, like, goes to the opposite side. She's constantly, like, trying to rotate and, mm-hmm. like, just be as far away from him as possible. Yeah. So then... He leaves her in the he leaves Ellie in the cage to kind of like, you know, think about, you know, what being alone. Yeah. Yeah. And like he's just like, let me I forget what he said. It's like it's like, let let me protect you. Yeah. You know, and like if if you can't trust me, you are alone. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. And so like, yeah, it's like it's hitting her. So we get to one of the best scenes. Oh, my God. Yeah. In the show is just. We basically seeing Joel, who we assume Joel was prior to Ellie, like because yeah. we've had these conversations where he talks about bad things he did to people yeah. to survive. And not even like with him, but just like other people talking about him to mm-hmm. each other. His reputation just like really precedes him. Yeah. Uh, and like throughout this whole series, you know, to to quote episode six, he he's weak. He's old. He's fragile, you know, mm-hmm. like, but uh, dare I say he was reborn <laughs> after this uh, injury, rebirth. Uh, you see the threads I'm pulling <laughs> on here? Are you with me? Yeah. So, like, I love this part because we know he's sick mm-hmm. and he knows he's sick. Yeah, he's still not 100 percent. We can tell. And so he's not he's still not going like gung ho or whatever, but like. He sets a fucking trap. Like he he Yeah, he knocked he, one guy out. Yeah, I think I think the guy calls him Timothy. Yeah. And then so like Timothy's just like lying there, like wriggling around. So you know he's alive. And this other dude is like, oh Timothy. And like yeah. he runs over and then Joel's there and knocks him out. Like, yeah. He's playing smarter, not harder, you mm-hmm. know? And then and yeah, then so then we cut this, and this I think scene. <laughs> the other guy, I think his name is Marco. Yes. Is uh is tied up. He sees Joel. And Timothy is, like, tied up in a chair. Uh, He sees Joel, like, beating the shit out of him. Yeah, and you can see his face. He's still, like, feverish, but, like, it's, like, there's something behind those eyes. Yeah, Yeah. and it's funny because I think about, like, when when David's group sent the people they sent and then Joel ended up killing one of them. When they came back, they told David, oh, some crazy man attacked us. Like, it's like, well... Your people came at them first. He was like Ellie told Ellie told David he was defending himself. Yeah. But it's like now the real crazy man comes out. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, So it's just funny to like think about like the the perspective of like what they told David, what they experienced from some crazy man that killed Alec. Yeah. And and a lot of again, like a lot of what we've seen Joel do in the past has been out of necessity and like dire necessity. Mm-hmm. But this is like very much like he's reactivated for sure. And like this, this scene just gets colder and colder as it goes on. Like Marco, he's, he's punching. I think he's punching Marco. No, it's, and I believe it's Timothy. It's Timothy punch, being punched first. Yeah, yeah. And then Marco's the one sitting in the back. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Marco is like, 
I forget what he says, but he's like, fucking leave him alone, man. And Joel just looks at him and he's like, you're next. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just no, <laughs> nothing. And then, like, he fucking, he stabs the He takes the, his knife and stabs it stabs into leg. Timothy's leg. And he's like, focus or I'll pop your kneecap off. Yeah. And, like, just the thought of that, like, yeah. oh, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I, like, I felt that in my knees. <laughs> oh, and my God. So, you know, he's asking about Ellie, like, where is she? And at first, Timothy's like, I don't know any girl, blah, blah, blah. And Joel knows it's bullshit. Yeah. Twists the knife in the leg. And I'm, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And so he tells Joel, like, she's alive. She's at the town. And Joel takes the knife out of his leg and sticks the handle in his mouth. And so the blade is covered with blood. Yeah. And he pulls out a map. And he's like, you're going to point to where we are and then point to where, well, because the guy says it was a town, but he's called Silver Lake. Right. But then he tells him it's not a, actually a town. It's, it's a, a resort. resort. Yeah. So Joel says point to where we are and point to where your resort is. And it better be the same spot as Buddy Boy. <laughs> and it's it's the same tactic we saw him use with the that indigenous couple in the beginning of episode six. Mm-hmm. And so like. Not as violent, obviously. Exactly. In like time. in that one, it was almost like. There was a lot of, like, comedic relief in that scene. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I know in the past podcast episode, we were talking about how out of place that scene was. But it's like, oh, now there's that's, like, a setup they did. And now they're calling back to it. And, Mm -hmm. like, the juxtaposition of this tactic happening in both. Like, now it's, like, so angry and so violent. Whereas, like, in the past one, he was, like, there was no chance he was ever going to, like, actually harm them. Mm-hmm. You, you realize, you know, and, like, Ellie's popping out and, like, diffusing the whole thing. And, yeah. Like, it's very funny and, like, light. Joel is almost, like, struggling to appear menacing in that episode. Mm-hmm. But now here, he's dialed it up. Yeah, I, I just thought that was, like, a great setup and callback. Mm-hmm. So then Timothy, like, uses the blade of the knife in his mouth to point to where they are and where the resort is. Mm-hmm. And then Joel... Go confirm it. I'm not lying. Like, talk to my... Yeah. (laughs) Joel stabs him and kills him. And Marco's, like, freaking out. He's like, oh, you fucker. Like, he told you what you wanted. Yeah. Why'd you do that? Yeah. Like, let him live. Like, he he gave you the info. Let us live, Yeah. And Joel's walking over to him, and he's like, Marco's like, fuck you. I'm not going to tell you anything. Like, and Joel's like, that's okay. I believe him. And then just... Picks up a lead pipe him on the head coldest line of the whole series so yeah, far. Uh, like, oh my god, that moment is just like, holy shit. Yeah. That's that's the Joel we were hearing about yeah. that, uh, you know. But yeah. like, he's not doing it simply like to survive. He's not doing it for selfish reasons. No, he's, he's doing it for Ellie. He is, yeah, yeah, yeah. With all the like, you know, born again, rebirth, reactivated talk, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the the closest thing to this we've seen was again like when he was uh staring down the barrel of that Fedra officer's gun mm-hmm. thinking about Sarah yeah and so like now he's he's worried about Ellie mm-hmm. and um yeah this is all all for Ellie yeah so then we cut to Ellie in the cage again and she's like trying to find a way out she's standing on like a bucket looking at the, out the window mm-hmm. she's like fucking with the screws on the gate to see yeah. if maybe she can get them off. Yeah. But then she looks down and she kind of sees something that we really, don't see. really freaks her out. Yeah. Um, she like stands up and like steps back. Yeah. David walks in with a plate of food mm-hmm. and like sets it down and he looks at her and she's looking past him yeah, at something she's still else. still staring at whatever yeah. it is. He looks back and realizes she sees an ear uh, under a the human table. Ear. <laughs> a human ear under the table. Yeah. Um, that's been cut off and she she knows what that means. Yep. She's she and he realizes that she knows what that means. Yes. 
and he tells her, for what it's worth, I brought you dear me, like yeah. trying to reassure her. Yeah. And he's like, so he says something about like, I don't want you to judge me or something like that. Like yeah. before you judge. Yeah. And she's like, judge you. You're eating fucking people. Yeah. And she like kicks the food away. And he like tries to like make a case for it. He's like, you you think it doesn't shame me, but like. I, what was I supposed to do? Let my people starve? Yeah. Like, but, but he tells her like only a few people know. Yeah. Um, he if if she comes into the community, like he would have told her sooner rather than later. Yeah. Which um, the, so I hate this reveal because it's like everyone in the town doesn't know, but like the a few of the hunters, right? Mm -hmm. So if we go back to the scene where they're eating, mm -hmm. we know that the whole venison thing seeming off is because oh that was human they put in there yeah and david knows it's human mm -hmm. and james knows it's human yeah and the fact that david still put that giant amount of meat on his plate mm -hmm. like he's not eating human just because he needs to survive yeah like, it's one thing okay you you secretly served it to the town because you knew they needed food and mm -hmm. you didn't want them to know okay fine but like you loaded up your plate Fully knowing that's human meat. Yeah. Like, you're not disgusted by it at all. You're not <laughs> shamed by it. Yeah. James was. Yeah. James ate it like a person who's ashamed he's eating meat, but he's right. desperate. And I wonder, like, because obviously, like, it's known that if you he eat human flesh, like, it can make you very sick. Yeah. Like, is that a problem that they've been facing? We don't know. We don't know. And but... we don't know. It, it seems like it's, I don't know how long they've been eating human meat. Yeah. Yeah. And... I'm like 99% sure they they were eating Alec. I I, I mean think, I mean that's the implication because he right? tells the little girl that like, like we're we can't not burying bury him. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, no, you're not going to bury him. You're fucking eating him tonight. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> uh, uh. And then this whole scene uh we get to a moment in the scene that I'm it's a trope that happens in a lot of movies and TV shows and I get why it's a trope, but I'm kind of tired of it. What is the whole David telling Ellie I see myself in you. Like, we're the same person. I, yeah, I hate that line so much. Yeah. I, I audibly said it out loud. I was like, I hate when they have adults tell that to kids. Yeah. Or just and, or just an antagonist tell it to... Uh, to a protagonist. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like... We're not so different, you and I. Yeah. It's like, I see... We're equals. Yeah. Like, we want the same thing. It's like... Yeah. I, I get why it's a trope. I get why it's effective. It just gets a little yeah. tiring sometimes. I, I feel you on that. But we... I, I, oh. I, I Yeah. Just one thing to set up. As we go into this speech, like years ago, I used to watch like a ton of To Catch a Predator. You know mm. this about me. <laughs> um, I've seen a ton of documentaries and interviews with like people who have like gone through that and like just talking about how predators operate and stuff. And this whole scene is honestly written like almost too well. Mm -hmm. David's entire discussion here is like, a fucking masterclass on how predators operate. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like you, like you said, he starts off with like only a few people know. And I for sure would have told you, cause you're like, you're special to me. Yeah. We're equals. Mm -hmm. You're, you're great. And it's like, if you zoom out, this is like an old fucking man mm -hmm. talking to a little girl, mm -hmm. telling her that she's so special. She would have been in the exclusive yeah. super club. When he's telling her, like, it, it sounds like, you know, he's trying to say like, I'm lonely, like, I have no one, I'm above everyone, I need an equal, Yes. I need someone to, like, lead with me. Yeah, and it almost becomes, like, this, like, a king needs her queen kind of thing. Yeah. And, like, and yeah. he And he starts talking about how 
how Cordyceps taught him like the ways of the world. Yeah, again, like saying that Cordyceps isn't evil. It's just like nature doing. It's fruitful. It multiplies. It protects its children. It does whatever it needs to to survive. And that's what I'm doing. Yeah, and like he's like it secures it all with violence. And he's like, I know you're violent. And I know that, uh, like you said, he says, because, oh, I see myself in you, you know? Yeah. And he talks about how he had a violent heart. He says he had a violent heart before the apocalypse Mm -hmm. and he struggled with it then. Yeah. But then the apocalypse was kind of his moment of like, oh, this is okay. I can lead with this. Yeah. I can have this would happen. And, And this just becomes like a thing where it's like, oh, he was, you know, we're using the term violent. And that can mean so many things, but mm. like coupled with what we know now and the fact that he was a teacher mm-hmm. teaching kids Ellie's age. Yeah. It's like, oh, he he for sure had victims like yeah. before the apocalypse. So that he's talking to Ellie and he's saying like, you know, oh, we can lead together. Like mm-hmm. it'd be so we look like we can build look at the life we can give them and then kind of puts his hand on hers and the life we could build together yeah. kind of thing. And that's when we really know, like, oh, this man's a fucking pedophile. Yeah. Like, he is just the worst person. Yeah. Like, every everything you could possibly do to be a shitty person, he's checking every single box. Yeah. And there's there was a line that was, like, where he's, like, still trying to convince her mm-hmm. to, you know, join. He says... If you join me, I'll tell the others to spare your friend and mm, let him go. Right. They do what I tell them. They follow me and they will follow us mm-hmm. if you join me. Like, he's not even asking her to just be a part of the community. He's full on being like, you're going to be like my partner. Yeah. And and, yeah. and Ellie's kind of like, it seems like she's letting her guard down, but we know Ellie is smarter than that. Yeah. So she's like, oh, really? Like, they'll just let him go? Yeah. Like, yeah. really? And then we get to the moment where he puts his hand on hers and she like kind of does this sweet like, oh, oh like, oh, oh, I yeah. get what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Like I like kind of like making him think that she wants this. Yeah. But Ellie being the fucking badass that she is yep. breaks his finger, tries uh, to take the keys, tries to take from, the him. keys from him, unfortunately doesn't get them and yeah. he like bashes her head against the against the gate yeah calls her a see you next tuesday yeah <laughs> and then ellie is just like oh well david like, like took to walk let's away let's see what the people tell what uh, i tell them now. what i tell them now yeah and ellie just has this line of she tells him finally tells him her name she's yeah. like ellie and he says what and he says, you can tell them that Ellie is the little girl who broke your fucking finger. Yeah, it's such a, I mean, that's that's up there as far as cold line goes. That, yeah. I think that's on par. Yeah, they're both they're both crazy in this one. Um, and then he's like, how did you put it? Tiny yeah. little pieces. Yeah, so earlier, earlier, earlier when said, she had realized that they were eating people, she's like, you're going to cut me up. Yeah. In before before his predator speech. Yeah. But yeah, so then David leaves and Ellie's there just bleeding from her nose. Yeah. Just fucking... And then we see Joel get to the resort. Yep. He's like walking in the snow. He breaks into, breaks a lock off a door and get, goes into this building. Oh, yeah, because he sees the blood trail mm-hmm. um, leading into it. Yeah. And so he finds Ellie's backpack. Yeah. And he like takes it and goes, uh, oh, and he sees um the, the dead horse. The dead horse, yeah. Yeah. So he knows like Ellie is somewhere close Here. by. Yeah. And then And then sees... he walks around into another room and sees like the flayed bodies that yeah. they've been eating. Just Ugh. so there's like there's like three of them. So it's like it's not even just Alec. Like uh-huh. they, he's been doing this. I've always and I've not always wondered, but like <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder like 
as a cannibal, yeah. When you like, do you take like? So it looked like they had like cut limbs off and stuff. So are they like flaying the skin off or then chopping them up into pieces? Like how are they? How are they preparing it? Yeah. Like how do you? Because when you do when you fish or hunt or whatever, and you have to like everything has to be prepared. A certain yeah, you, way, yeah. Well, and you have to like skin it and yeah, take all yeah. the guts out and shit. Like how do you do that with a human body? Like, um, I mean, just based off of like seeing like. Uh, slaughterhouses or whatever it's like i don't know where i was going with that like (laughs) they're frozen right now so it's yeah quote unquote fresh ish Mm -hmm. um it's not like spoiling or decomposing but yeah i would assume they just i just don't because like the meat obviously the meat we saw earlier obviously in reality wasn't human meat right but it's supposed to be human meat so i just i don't know i just i wondered how they like Skin it, prepare it. They're definitely doing something if, like, a human ear just ended up on the floor. Yeah. So they're... God, it's fucking gross. I don't know, it's just to think about. (laughs) But anyways, so Joel sees the flayed bodies and he, like, realizes what the fuck these people are doing. Yeah. And then we cut to James and David coming into where Ellie is. Pulling her out of the Pulling her out. Ellie bites David to try and get away. She's kicking and screaming. Yeah, they pick her up and put her on the table. They're going to cut her up david tells her you had your chance like this is what you get and this is uh like bella is too accurate with her screams in this episode (laughs) from here on out Mm -hmm. it's just like i'm literally fearing for ellie's life yeah like like her 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 screams are honestly like so heartbreaking she she kills Mm -hmm. it on this part yeah and she's like begging for her life but then she's like i'm infected yeah you are too yeah she tells tells them like you look at my arm I, I've been bitten. So D- David like rolls up her sleeve and sees her bite, which mm-hmm. obviously we know it's very old. Yeah. But then which I J- think they notice it's old too. Like- da- David does. I think they both kind of do, but James, James is like worried. He's like, David, like what the fuck? Like yeah. it looks real. David thinks it's fake. He's like, there's no way this is real. Yeah. James is like, it looks fucking real to me. Yeah. And then Ellie, just, cause they had put the knife down into yeah. the, into the table near Ellie. Yeah. Ellie just grabs the knife and just, stabs james in the yeah. neck with it yeah troy baker's dead ellie killing joel how yeah. Uh, yeah. how interesting yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that was like just enough of a distraction for her to like get away yeah david chases her uh she grabs like a, a piece of firewood that's still like kind of lit yeah um, it was like from one of the it looked like it was in the kitchen like it was yeah. like heating up a pot or something yeah and she like throws it as Dave at throws it at David mm-hmm. once he like comes in misses but yeah it, it sets the whole diner sets on the fire. curtain on fire so it's going up the curtain lighting everything on fire mm-hmm. um, she runs away again and David's like taunting like Ellie like yeah, where are like, you like it's a fucking game yeah. now. Um, she's she playing went, like the most harrowing game of hide and seek yeah. ever. He's telling her like, I know you're not infected. No one that's infected fights this hard to stay alive. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's a very smart observation. Yeah. And then, um, this is kind of the flip of going against everything he was just talking about. He's like, how did you do it? Are you that fucking special? Like yeah. now he's like, now you pissed me off. Like you're not special. You're yeah. actually a piece of shit. And, well, like, now he, and now he's saying, he threw it all away. And now he's saying, I've changed my mind. I realize you do need a father yeah. and I'm going to teach you. Yeah. Like just. And that, and that just, that part reconfirmed like for me that he was probably abusing Alex's daughter. Right. Exactly. Because that's the same, like I'm your father, mm-hmm. you know, and respect me when I'm speaking. Exactly. Yeah. And so now he's saying like, this is what 
this is what happens when he's a girl's father. Yeah. And so, yeah, we know that's, uh, fuck this guy. Um, <laughs> so Ellie, Ellie's yeah. grabbed a, a knife from the kitchen um, and she, you know, she's been hiding and David's like facing away from her. She runs up behind him and like stabs him in the stomach, yeah. I think, as he like swings at her and misses. Yeah. And um, then he, he still manages to like throw her down. Mm-hmm. And he's like um, kicking her while she's on the ground. Yeah. She's like trying to, she sees the cleaver under a table and mm-hmm. she's like crawling towards it. Yeah. And then he kicks her. And then he gets on top of her, clearly intending uh, to sexually assault her. Yeah, Ellie, Ellie like spits on his face. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a very quick moment of that, that confidence and whatever, like mm-hmm. is immediately gone. And she's like, she's very scared. scared now. Yeah. And yeah, again, then, like. And then David's fucking line of, oh, you didn't know. It's the fight that I like the best or uh, something like I that. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, don't be afraid. There's no fear in love. Like, yeah. that's such a. And Ellie is just like struggling, trying to reach this this cleaver that's on the ground. And then he lets go of one of her arms to fucking unzip his pants. I didn't notice that. I I saw that on my rewatch. Like, I didn't. I kind of saw that he like reached down, but I I wasn't sure. But like the reason that Ellie's able to grab the cleaver uh-huh. is because he he lets go with one hand to unzip his pants. Wow, I didn't fucking realize that. Yeah. Damn. And, yeah, and then at that moment, her, you know, again, her screaming is just, like, mm-hmm. so intense, and then, but that that gives her enough of the reach to right. go back and just, whop. Just hits him in the face, he falls back, she climbs on top of him and just fucking Goes wails on his face. Yeah, and, and... The first, like, two or three hits, you hear David scream, like, mm-hmm. ah, ah, yeah, yeah. And then it's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. It's just Ellie screaming and hitting flesh. And, and it's so much emotion. It's more so than just, like, killing this guy that was fucking going to rape me. Like, it's fear. It's anger. It's taking everything out on him and this world that's taken so much from her. Yeah. It's this is for Riley. This is for Henry and Sam. Yep. This is for my mom. This is for everything, everything and everything and everyone that this world has taken from me. And now in what could have been like her final moments, like this fucking evil person was going to take away her innocence. Yeah. And, and more so than the world already has. Yeah. And it's just a fucking insane it, yeah. scene. Like her screams, her sobs are yeah. just so, uh, it's yeah, like <laughs> chills the whole time. Yeah, goosebumps. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then she goes outside. Yeah, she's like she's, covered in blood. Yeah, uh, she goes outside in the snow. She's like kind of dazed and like she seems very out of it. Yeah. And then Joel Joel walks grabs up, her, which I kind of wish he had like said something to her before grabbing her. Yeah. But obviously he wasn't aware of what just happened. Yeah. But like so he walks up behind her, like grabs her and she like freaks out. She's like, no, get off me. Yeah. And he's like, look at me. It's me. It's yeah. me. It's me. It's me. And then she like realizes that it's him. She's yeah. like very relieved, but still like very scared. Yeah. And it's it's she's she's trying to be like you can tell she's trying to say something mm-hmm. like explain what the fuck just happened but she just like can't get any words out it's just like Mm -hmm. "Uh, uh, uh." yeah and then he just pulls her in hug she hugs him back and he says it's okay baby girl it's okay baby girl i got you oh he like wraps her in a jacket and they like just walk away in the snow very just uh, joel doesn't know what she's just been through yep he just knows that she was 
taken that she was scared and something happened and now he's got her and he's yeah. like not gonna let go yeah which is like it's almost like another potential like i fucking failed her again mm-hmm. like you know yeah um, and so i think you know like i said he's reactivated and i think that's just gonna even push him even more that's the end of the episode but like yeah i just wanted to mention like this is such like a weird bittersweet moment in the Mm -hmm. series arc because I kind of noticed there's this like opposing parallel between both Joel and Ellie of like for the whole season Joel's been really detached and closed off refusing to let anyone in you know Mm -hmm. um, from Tess to whatever Um, and this journey with Ellie has kind of pried him open bit by bit and it's like allowing himself to love again and allowing himself to have someone but Ellie's kind of been the opposite where like she was almost like overly eager to have a family and to have people because she hasn't had any. Um, and she's like so vivacious and youthful and young and innocent and like excited and optimistic about the world. And then every every episode of this show has been just like death and death and death and like hardship and She's just like slowly, I think, almost like regressing um, and closing up. And like the more she's in this world and more exploring it more, she's actually like regressing into like what Joel was at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I think it'll be interesting to see at the beginning of episode nine, you know, how much has this moment traumatized her and pushed her and closed her off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I noticed that I think I think this is the only episode that's done it. But this episode at the end faded to black as opposed to just cut to black. Oh. I I think it's the only episode that's done it. Interesting. Just was obviously like it's a very small thing, but it's yeah. just like yeah, yeah. after like that super intense experience, it always seems like fade to blacks are a little bit more uh somber. Gent- yeah. Or like they're gentler. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I just thought it was interesting that they did a fade to black yeah. and then the credits. Because like I'm thinking about Henry and Sam and like that was definitely like a cut to black mm-hmm. that episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of an interesting yeah. little thing at the end. Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. Um, but that's the end of the episode. We have one episode left oh of the God. season. Yeah. Which uh, I'm interested if anyone's listening and feels like reaching out. Like, if you watch the show and aren't familiar with the game, like, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. What are your <laughs> theories for wh- how the show could end or yeah. what could happen in the next episode? Yeah. Cause um, obviously you and I have a pretty strong estimate. Mm-hmm. We, we don't know what they're going to change, what they're not right. the games, but yeah, it'll, it's going to be a wild ride to see where they go from here. Mm-hmm. I just want to, again, like praise Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. Throughout. Yeah, I mean, these last two episodes have definitely been, like, Bella Ramsey's, Bella, like, yeah. showcase. Yeah, yeah. Um, And she's been great. Yeah. If there's, like, for anyone that had, like, doubts about her playing Ellie, like, these past two episodes should have, like, put those to rest. If, yeah. the, re- if the rest of the Assuming, show didn't yeah, already. Yeah. Like. I mean, I was sold from episode one. But yeah. Yeah. She's just. For from, sure, these from, last El- from Ellie's. Like childlike innocence to her humor to now these moments of just fucking fear and anger and yeah. terror. Like, but then like this, the composure of like you know the potential like uh, badassery when she in the face of danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. Yeah, God, uh, this this show has been so good, and I can't believe 
It's all over. I know. This next Sunday. <laughs> I think now we'll get into spoilers for the game. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Well, let's get into spoilers and we'll discuss a little more about the episode um, and how it relates. The biggest thing actually that I realized, um, which I made, I'm glad I remembered to put it in my notes because it wasn't there initially. Ellie's bow yeah. is not not a thing. Like yeah. She doesn't have any of her weapons. No. Well, but just I'm just thinking because of like the bow is like yeah. her thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like. If you've been on the internet, you've probably seen like the scene where she shoots the rabbit with with the arrow, with the arrow, oh. which I was hoping for. We didn't get it. I'm yeah, like, you know, but, I, I'll but get we didn't get it. it because I realized she doesn't have, have a bow. She doesn't have a bow. They just have the rifle. Yeah, yeah, which is like the bow is something you find in the game at one point that becomes like one of your weapons. Yeah, and then but they don't have that. They find the, it oddly enough in Billstown, which mm-hmm. we didn't get them going through Billstown. Right, exactly. So I just thought that was that was like oh yeah, like we couldn't have gotten that moment with the rabbit because I mean I guess we could have. She would have just shot it. Yeah. But inst- instead of getting it with yeah. the arrow. Instead, we got we got this. It's I'm I'm thinking like it's almost kind of like a fake out now. Like when she went hunting, she sees a rabbit. Yeah. first, And we're like, oh, she's going to kill the rabbit. Yeah. And then she fucking trips and falls on her face. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I guess they subverted it there. Yeah. I mean, I think it was just be like, hey, gamers, like, remember this? There it is. Yeah. yeah. There's well, the rabbit. But, you know, yeah, it got away this time. But uh, for everyone who was uh, traumatized by that scene, the rabbit lives this time. Yeah. <laughs> Another big moment uh, from the game that didn't happen in the show is uh, Joel finds Ellie on top of David when she's like right. hitting him with the knife. It's a yeah, machete. It's, it's a like, machete. It's yeah. like David's machete that he carries around. Yeah. It's not just like a butcher knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Joel actually goes into the burning building and finds Ellie on top of him. Yeah. And then that whole scene of him hugging her and her freaking out happens on top of uh david basically and then he like pulls her off and like they have that whole like um it's me it's me yeah i got you baby girl yeah um the first time he said baby girl since sarah Mm -hmm. Um, yeah so i thought that was interesting too is that he doesn't know what happened yeah i mean he i'm i'm sure she'll tell him or he has some kind of inkling because she comes out with blood all over her face but it's very different from seeing a mangled up face yeah being fucked up (laughs) by a machete yeah so i thought that was uh very interesting too yeah i actually um so i have one one thing uh I, i i briefly ranted about this but like there's no infected in this episode Mm -hmm. but in the game when david and ellie are uh taking shelter uh with the deer and waiting for james to come back a ton of infected show up Mm -hmm. and um you have to kind of survive for a bit and yeah david's like the ai companion yeah um yeah you're fighting off infected together for quite a bit i actually don't like that part of the game it's very hard yeah um it's very hard because because ellie doesn't have all the weapons and ammo that joel has has the bow and she has the the one rifle oh oh that's right the rifle the rifle yeah it's it's very hard. There's no resources. There's a fucking bloater at some point. Yeah. And it's like, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. Um, basically, that's uh, whenever I'm playing that part in the game, I'm literally just sprinting in circles <laughs> until I can like uh, do. So- I don't know. It's very hard. Yeah. But I saw a clip of they've been doing these like creator to creator interviews with all oh, the people who work. I did see that. Yeah. It's show. a new like Sony thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and I saw a clip where uh, Craig was talking about um, when to include like those kinds of action pieces in the in the show. Mm -hmm. And he said this thing that like kind of uh, resonated with me, which was like in video games, NPC characters like the enemies are they're just puzzles. They're literally just puzzles. All the violence that we do, like killing enemies, that's just a method to solving the puzzle in front of you. So it's like, and especially with The Last of Us, where you have options to sneak, mm -hmm. you can kill quietly, you can go in guns blazing and just fight everyone off. It's like, they're a puzzle and it needs to be solved. So violence is almost like, it doesn't weigh as much in a video game. You can go through a section and kill 20 people mm -hmm. and not feel shit about it. But in a show where that interactive part is no longer there and you're not trying to solve a puzzle, you're trying to connect with things emotionally, it's like the violence has to matter mm -hmm. and have an impact. And so I think the violence we've seen, mm -hmm. if we think about the infected biting Riley and Ellie in the last episode, mm -hmm. like that had a huge emotional impact. Right. Whereas I think seeing them fight off infected for a little bit just to have a little bit of tension in the episode, mm -hmm. it doesn't weigh as heavily or mean as much. Right. Um, so like I think that's why that moment wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and I think it's it, it goes back to the whole thing we've been talking about, I think, in multiple episodes of the podcast where you have this, like, power fantasy in the game yes. of, like, going, you're Joel, you got all these weapons, you can, you know, get shot five to ten times before you actually die. Yeah. So you can't have, like, an hour to two hours where you're just walking around trying to, like, find the next place to go, looking at notes yeah. in the game and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, you've got to have those set pieces of action and sneaking around to like break up the ten the the monotony of that of just walking around yeah, collecting notes exactly whereas what is the story yeah yeah whereas if you have a, a, a scene every episode of them fighting off a bunch of infected or raiders or something it's not going to hold as much weight exactly so yeah. um so yeah yeah that's hearing that like it just clicked for me yeah um, exactly Speaking of clicking, uh, I'm still weirded out by why they had the clicker sound in the beginning. I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think about it being a clicker sound. I just assumed like I just heard the noise and, and then she saw the deer. I'm like, oh, it was the deer making noise. Like yeah, I yeah. didn't think about it that way. Something else I liked in the show from the game is that spending that little bit of time with David's group. Yeah. Um, learning like we learned who the person was that Joel killed. Who is James? Yeah. yeah. Who is Alec? Who is James? Yeah. Who is Alec? Yeah. Seeing these people. And just learning more about like the cannibalism, yeah, the, that kind of stuff. Learning who, because the whole thing of like David being a preacher was new to the show. Yeah, it wasn't that way in the game. Right. So seeing him be like the leader, th thinking of himself as this godlike figure to mm -hmm. his community, I just thought that was very interesting, and I liked spending that little bit of extra time with his group. So we saw him, how he interacted with them, and kind of their uh, interactions with him. Yeah. And I think also in the game, it doesn't seem like the cannibalism is a secret. They seem mm. much more open about it. They're yeah, just we like don't piling know. the bodies and chopping it up. It yeah, seems we like don't a very... know how, uh, if it is like secret to anybody. Yeah. Um, as opposed to the show where he's like, only a few people know. Right. And then I think just talking about like the the boss fight against David in the game. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate 
I've yeah. always hated, since 2013, I've hated this boss fight. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, I understand. It's very tense. It's very tense. I yeah. will give it that. But it's just, I hate having to sneak around and try and, like, come up behind David. It feels like the sneaking in that section has always felt very finicky. Like, if you move even just a little bit too fast, like, he hears you. Yeah, and then the broken plates and that. The broken everywhere. plates and glass everywhere. At one point, you lose, like, the the listen mode because then he, he's hiding from you. Yeah. So you can't use that to know yeah. where he is. And I will say, though, like, in the original and the remaster of, like, the 2013 version, mm-hmm. it almost went on replays. There's, like, a ton of bottles laying around the the diner mm-hmm. that, like, the whole strategy of get behind him and then throw a bottle and then run up on him, mm-hmm. like, it almost, like, once I figured that out, it was too, it was too simple. It went from being super difficult to mm-hmm. being way too simple. And then they had the PS5 remake uh, last year, which uh, I went through, and they got rid, there was, like, one bottle. Mm-hmm. So I got it, and did the strategy on the first hit, but you have to stab him, I think it's three times. Yeah. And after the first one, there's no more bottles. Yeah, the rule of three video game stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so then it, it, it became hard again, and yeah. I just, I hated that shit. Like, yeah, and then, I mean, we're in the spoiler section, so talking about game two... You do that shit again oh, when yeah. you're playing as Abby fighting, fighting Ellie. Ellie. Yeah, I was like, I was like, fuck, I don't want to do this. Yeah, like, yeah. stop. Yeah, Ugh. it's like I just I get why they do it, and it's a very tense like thing to to do, but it's very video game. Yeah, and, and it's just it's it it just feels like you've gone through the game being all gung ho, so we're trying to switch it up and flip it on you. Yeah, it's like and uh, you need strategy, and I'm like, it's not strategy. It's just really annoying. It's annoying. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember like. Because, like, you can't run right up to the person or else they'll just, like, fucking kill they you. They notice one, you and then they, they yeah, they parry or... Kill you in one counter, hit. yeah. Yeah, so you have to, like, sneak up behind them. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just very annoying. Needed to, yeah. It's just, it's just funny seeing this in the game and it just, like, or in the show and it went uh, very quickly. Ellie just, like, threw the thing, the log and then lit the restaurant on fire. She hit again, got yeah. the knife. Like, yeah. obviously, they're not going to extend it out to the length that it is in the game it's just funny thinking about it in the game and like i fucking hate this in the game (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think that's all i have for the spoilers same um i mean a lot of the things they did include from the game again this the show is doing a really great job of like the one-to-one recreations when they do Mm -hmm. decide to keep things in like the town yeah the buildings, the the cage. Mm-hmm. I feel like they made David just even more fucking menacing in the show. He, I was thinking about that too. Like just because that, that that line when he's on top of Ellie and he says yes. it's the fight I like the best. They they like. I do think I know <laughs> that in the game his pedophilia and like his desire to assault Ellie in that moment is downplayed quite a bit. I don't know I, if it's downplayed. I, I just think it's like a little subtle. More it's subtle. very subtle. It's it, very, very subtle yeah. to the point where like I, I think I missed it the first maybe two or three playthroughs. Oh, really? And then I like I think like on my third or fourth playthrough, I like heard Ellie being like, he tried to he tried to. And I was like, oh, shit. He was like trying to do that. Like, yeah, I, I was like the first few times I was just thinking like the cannibalism, like the 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 pedophile part didn't um like strike me but then i'm like oh like they were calling her david's pet and like all Mm -hmm. these other things that like i just like 
missed. I don't know if I was looking at my phone or what. Like, <laughs> but then, like, yeah. yeah, in this one, they just, like, fully, again, like, that scene where they're in the cage together is just, like, so mm-hmm. blunt. And then up to the point where he's on top of her saying those things Mm -hmm. and that he actually reaches for his pants like yeah in the burning building mind you like this man's like you're a pedophile you're an awful person yeah and like you're so like intent on raping this young girl that like you'll do it in a burning building yeah like Like, and uh, yeah it's it's fucked up all sorts of fucked up oh god (laughs) What a great note to end on. But, well, also, like, the diner looked pretty pretty close to the diner of the game. Yeah. The fires and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, the the stuff that they do, like, recreate, they recreate it so well. Like, it really feels like the game coming to life. Um, Yeah. No, I agree. I think they've done a great job with, like, the set design and everything. Yeah. It's been great. It feels like we've been waiting for the show for so long, and now it's ending next week. I can't well, believe it's it. it's not ending. We're season getting season one. two. Yeah, season yeah. one is ending. Season one is ending. And oh. then who knows how long until season two. Yeah. Um, but I think that's it for this episode. Yeah. Um, I think I think we're good on spoilers. Like, we... It's just... It's a great episode. We just gotta, you know, wait for next week. See how it all ends. See what they do. See <laughs> how much is kept the same see what they change yeah the usual the usual and then uh um i don't know i guess we gotta watch the mandalorian <laughs> i mean uh, i'm already watching the mandalorian yeah, yeah. But oh i didn't i didn't watch the new episode this week. i haven't watched it's it every this wednesday week. right yeah, yeah i haven't watched okay. this week either i haven't had time yeah. um um yeah so that's it for this week we will see you next week to discuss the season finale episode nine and remember folks when you're lost in the darkness look, look for, for the, the light, light.